You don't you know draws all everywhere, draws all everywhere, draws all everywhere, you can't stop it. Come and wind it back up in a bowl and so it's one gonna day. Hey, Murphy here. I'm a former heroin addict, current alcoholic, and you're tuned into Self-Medicated Weekly Dose, a podcast all about drugs and the people who use them. As always, this program's inspired by the harm reduction movement, informed by my personal experiences using all sorts of drugs for damn near 30 years, and enlightened by my special guests. <laughs> but yet again, this week, I am guestless, as it is, as it were, guestless, questless, uh, you know, those of you uh, who've tuned in last week know, uh, know the deal. You know, I moved, uh, moved into the new studio here. I moved into a new place, got a, got a new home setup going, trying to get the tech together. You know, trust me, the guests will be here. Look, I explained it to you already, all right? So get off my back. The guests will be back very soon, I promise you. And though the enlightenment will return to the program. But until then, just another week here, we're going to do, uh, do something fun. Something fun, I hope. Uh, where, uh, because this episode actually was, was inspired, uh, was inspired by a, uh, an old friend of mine. We had a, we had a, we had a fun little text exchange, got a little, got a little, you know, I wouldn't say testy, but cause that's what, what you want. You want a little back and forth. So I had a, I had a fun text exchange with an old friend, uh, who listened to last week's episode, which was uh, all about, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the anti-drug mouthpiece of uh, Fox News for a long stretch, Tucker Carlson, uh, his departure from Fox. So I, you know, I decided to go back into the, into his, uh, you know, greatest hits, as uh, of of anti-drug rants and segments that he's done on the program because he's done so many, so many great ones. And uh, so, so I, I, you know, I went back into into his uh, his his uh, Hall of Fame uh, uh, career as a, as a as someone who just just a, just a disdain, not even you know for policy stuff, just just a truly on a human level a disdain for for people who use drugs, and so. Uh, you know, and he tried to backpedal on it recently, but so I was like, let's let's just go to the tape, of course. So I had a little fun uh, digging up one of my favorite old segments of, of Tucker Carlson there on Fox News. And, uh, you know, an old friend of mine kind of, uh, you know, was just like, well, you know, t- yeah, Tucker's what's funny is, you know, so I go, you know, I, I go off. Uh, I go off King on, on Tucker. And then the, the I get the, the, you know this text, is, which is in agreement at first, of course, a friend of mine's n- no fan of Tucker's at all. Uh, in fact, he's he's. So much you're not a fan of Tucker's that you know he can't see the forest for the trees a little bit. So it's a lot of this back and forth, and I won't I won't name you on on Mike. Don't you worry because I know you're listening, and I know you would genuinely be pissed off if I said your name on on, on air. So I will not do that. But uh, you know, th- generally the gist of the argument was that Tuck is is um, you know he's 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 a symptom is is what I, where my position of, of a larger thing we, we we've done here in the media landscape, uh, which is of course you know infotainment he's he's the host of a, of a, of a talk you know political talk show he, he would he would uh i'm sure he's one foot in one foot out as they all are uh, of being a journalist but that that you know because the the the, the media has already been uh, bought and paid for as as the politicians have that they're reporting on you know we're 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 in a we're in a strange place now where what corporate media has done because they've you know manufactured the, uh, the consent to the point of of absurdity is where we're now at. So, you know, where we look to, like, programs you would never think you'd have to, to, to look to to just get even a little, just a hint, a whiff of any sort of truth. And so as far as it relates to the, to the, to the drug war and, and to the, you know, policy decisions surrounding that, it's like, you know, I was like, listen, man, this ain't it's something new here. People like, the, you know, they kind of get in this mindset now of like, well, Tucker, he's, you know, I mean, 
Oh, sure, they're not all great apples out there, but this Tucker, I mean, just, oh, man, he's something else. He's like this this, this uh, ghoulishly new form of it. And I'm like, yeah, everything heightens as it does, you know, with anything in, in, in our culture. But uh, the, lying to people is the thing. Cause he's, like, he's like, just the lies, the lies, the, the sheer amount of like just, just some lies. It's like, man, we, you know, I know we were young. But the, but the, but the, the drug war of our youth into the 80s and into the 90s and, and as it just, of course, continued. In fact, it never ended. Um, but, you know, that 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 whole like the, the, as in regards to at least the media and what the media was telling people. I mean, look at the, you know, I'm like the, the guys, the, the people of the day there like that were doing, you know, Brocon and and uh, rather. And, and uh, I'm just thinking of like the, the, the people who were had the, had the nation's ears, let's say, and eyes on 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 the, of news, the, the newsmen. Of the day uh, and the no news women, of course. Uh, but, you know, th- this idea that like uh, th- there's th- th- this is a new thing and it's you get the same kind of shit with Trump as well, which n- new in, in some regards to like being an outsider in Washington, at least not a politician, career politician coming in and whatever. Uh, but in terms of being like new is like, oh, he's just a, a new level of scumbag. I'm like, it's a branding thing. It's, you don't like his brand, which is fine, but let's not really uh, suggest that, you know, whether someone's fucking you, you know, bending you over and, and fucking you in the ass with a mask on or mask off. You know, I mean, that's just a personal preference at that point. Uh, so, again, I to each their own, but then trying to say that's somehow worse. Uh, but like, you know, so, so th- that was the back and forth we had. And then I thought to myself, I was like, well, you know, f- for example, let's just take the pinnacle uh, to make my point here for, for this week for the episode. Uh, so, of course, you go, yeah, Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Yeah, of course, he's going to be talking out his ass the whole time and lying to us through his teeth, through his snake teeth or snake tongue teeth. You know, snake teeth. <laughs> you got to watch out for them. He's got them all. He's got the fangs. He's got the forked tongue. We know who he is. Uh, we did that last week. So this week, I wanted to do a little fun game uh, with, uh, with, with, with a, 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 a journalist's journalist here now. Now we're getting into it because I thought, you know, ah, we could all do this, this opinion, you know, half infotainment shit all day. But let's go, to, let's go to the real deal. Let's go to the man who was dubbed the most trusted man in America. Uh, this is the American public now. This is, this is you know, this is, uh, this is the, uh, the, the, the he, you know, he reported on the, the, the Kennedy assassination. Now, not on the who actually did it, of course. But, you know, he told the nation when it happened, in the moment. Uh, there's that, you know, that's one of his, one of his big famous uh, moments. Uh, you know, Vietnam, you know, he came, came out uh, at a certain point and was like, yeah, Nam, get the, we got to get the hell out of there, blah, blah, blah. You know, disagreeing a little bit, veering a little into more of the, the opinion stuff there, but reported on Nam as it was going on in the moment. You know, I believe, I want to say the moon landing, is that wrong? I don't know. Maybe he did that, maybe he didn't. But he reported on a lot of big, a lot of big moments was this guy coming in with some breaking news and he was a newsman. You know, he was at the desk and he was a newsman. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Walter Cronkite. Uh, you know, and uh, just legendary broadcaster for CBS News for for you know decades, and and uh, and then you know as an elder statesman, of course, afterwards, uh, just just a guy again, like I said, who a whole generation of of uh, of people uh, were were just kind of like, well, most trusted man uh, in America, he's he's the newsman. He'll show us straight. This is the news now. This is you know we're not talking about some one of these you know wacky ass Sally Jesse Raphael or or you know Phil Donahue programs. Uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, the, the news. And so the most trusted man in America, Walter Cronkite, I, I, I have a little number here from him that I would like to dive into. And this is a, this is a, 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 a bit I found uh, from the Partnership for a Drug-Free America, which they could be their own goddamn episode. Uh, we can get into that. 
at some point. But uh, basically, pardon me, basically, uh, this bit is is uh, Cronkite as their as one of their mouthpieces now that they brought into the fold. And he's presenting. There's just a bunch of PSAs that come on after this. This is some video. I don't know, you know where the hell. God bless the Internet Archives. Out of there, but I don't know originally what it was supposed to be or what it was marketed as, but I think it was probably just a bunch of these PSAs bundled together and then presented by the most trusted man in America, Walter Cronkite. And uh, so Uncle Walty sits down and, and he shoots straight. I mean, these drugs are these drugs are, are rotten. So I decided to go. Well, there's a there's a there's a there's a nice little uh, um, laundry list of of uh, of uh, discrepancies I have here with uh, with Mr. Facts. You know, just the facts here. Again, this is, you know, Tucker here. We're talking about the fucking the man. This is the, this is the real deal. So, uh, you know, I decided to go Family Feud style, one of my favorite uh, game shows. I mean, the Steve Harvey years are a dream uh, for sure, but always, you know, going way back. I always loved the feud. And, uh, it, you know, I, I decided to, 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 to slap, uh, you know, just to, 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 to label these, these, uh, these the stream of fibs because there's a lot of them that come here fast and furiously. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit them with the, uh, with the incorrect answer buzzer. Uh, and, you know, slap that, that, that big red X on his face, uh, you know, classic uh, family feud. That's, uh, you know, somebody's uncle would give a, a really dumb, weird answer to something. So I'm going to hit uh, that, that. That's my uh, that's my way of labeling. And you know what? Look, man, you want to fucking who fact checks the fact checkers. You know, I'm fast and loose on this program, but I got my pad today. I got my pad here uh, of, uh, you know, so I want to check some of the numbers um, just to be certain. So I'll cite, you know, I'll throw some links out in the description of this. As always, of course, hit me up if you if you disagree. If you agree to disagree with the facts, hey, I don't know what to tell you. That's on you. All right. So here, so here's this piece. We'll we'll get into this. is uh, This is from the Partnership for a Drug Free America. This is legendary newsman Walter fucking Cronkite. Here we go. This videotape is a call for enlistment. We want you to join us in combating use of illegal drugs. Right out of the gates here, just real quick, I want to mention the same. You're not gonna slap anybody with it with it with a. With a with it with an X just yet, but the framing here and the and the tone and the and the and the language, the, the rhetoric, we're enlisting you to combat, you know, this drug war. And it's just like Jesus Christ, what went from you know questioning with the Vietnam War? I'm like, this is not you're, you're now you're, this is a draft. Is there a draft for the goddamn drug war? You're just getting you know, send us your firstborn, folks. We gotta fight this enemy at home. Combat them. I just went into Nixon. I always do. Uh, whenever I get to gr- uh, grumbly old man, it always turns into, I am not a, I, I've earned everything I got. I'm Walter Cronkite Nixon Richard. I'm all of them. Uh, all these jowly fucking old white dude, basset hound uh, dick bags. All right. So anyway, this is already, we're now in war and we're engaged and we need to enlist the public to join this, this war here. Already drugs are taking a dreadful toll. Hundreds of thousands of people steal and mug every day to support the habit. Okay, now, uh, here we go. Hundreds of thousands of people every day steal and mug. So we're talking, you know, we're talking property crimes here. And, uh, hey, Murphy, here, cutting myself off real quick. I ramble a little bit. I kind of, uh, you know, mentioned some numbers on my yellow pad, but just... I'm going to go back in because, you know, I was I was falling asleep and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, when I cut this episode together, I don't think I ever really just laid out those numbers on the uh, the crime statistics there. So I know goddamn well my buddy listening to this is going to call me out uh, on that. And I'm going to have to send him a goddamn link to this anyway. So let me just lay it out for you here in the episode. And I'm whispering because it is the middle of the night and I have 
uh, come back to the studio to just drop this little nugget in here before I upload the episode tomorrow. So real quick, here are the numbers. Uh, Uncle Walt, he said hundreds of thousands of people a day are, are stealing, robbing, mugging, whatever. So property crimes, as we established, uh, at their all-time high, was 1991, which was also after he even said this, but whatever. He was in the 80s saying this. The highest it's ever been in the U.S., property crimes, in a year, just under 13 million, which would be a little over 35,000 a day happened that year. So here we are, Uncle Walty, hundreds of thousands of people, and that's also assuming that everyone who committed those property crimes was doing it for drug money, which even if you give them that, that's 35,000, buddy, not hundreds of thousands. So I don't know who's in your ear with some, some statistics, Uncle Walty, but guess what? We got the internet now. Okay, back to it. Take care. Hundreds of thousands a day is absurd. That's not real. That's not a real number, and I don't even know where he got it from. Uh, but, you know, you don't question. He's the most trusted man in America. You don't ask him to see his fucking numbers. I'm over here ranting and raving 30 years later with a goddamn legal pad like a like an asshole. But nobody's asking uh, Mr. Cronkite for his numbers. Youngsters are ruined by crack before they have a real chance to live. Police and politicians are corrupted by rivers of dirty money. Well, no argument there. Addicts and their needles are the greatest danger in the AIDS plague. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that the greatest danger in the AIDS plague in the, uh, in the 80s here was the Reagan administration's complete denial of it, uh, including Tony Fauci as head of the NIH. That was a danger. That was certainly a, a bit of a danger, I'd say. If you're going to go even beyond that, however, uh, even into statistically what, uh, you know, what, what the, the, the spread of, of HIV and AIDS was, you know, uh, intravenous drug use was, is, is behind gay men, you know, having sex. So I'm like, just that's a, that seems like, uh, again, we're, now you're putting it back on this. So I won't play that game, Uncle Walter. You're not going to trap me in there, my friend. Uh, but, uh, but I will just say even that this is wrong. It's wrong on all the levels. It's wrong on, no matter how you want to quantify it, as the greatest danger to, also to who and to what and for what. Get people medicine when there's a fucking disease going around you, fuck. What's so incredible about this is that the drug problem is totally self-induced. Now, the drug problem. Uh, I'm not, this won't just be semantics, but I'll start there for this one. The drug problem is that they're illegal, and, and, and that's people's biggest problem with, with drugs. That, that's, where, that's where most of the harm from drugs uh, comes from is because they, they've, they've been criminalized and stigmatized. So, you know, you're pushing a, a, a campaign of stigma here, which in turn trying to push more policy of, of ramping up the war on drugs. So, that, so this is like, you know, on every level here, we, we've got this, the semantics the, the drug problem, but also like the, the other reasons as to why people might be might be doing this again. You're like, is that self-induced? I mean, what, what really? This, I mean, this is a bootstraps. It's a bootstrap argument for sure. No one asked to get cancer. No one asked for a heart attack. But drug use is totally voluntary. A lot of it may be because of ignorance. A lot of drug use maybe because of ignorance. I mean, look, I'm not going to sit here and say, because do you think maybe there's also some ignorance surrounding it because everything that's been put out from uh, uh, people in authority, uh, such as yourself, at least I, I refuse to give you or any of uh, those clowns authority, but you know, you've, you've taken it, you've taken it. Do you think maybe there's, there's any sort of ignorance, meaning you just don't know what exactly these drugs are and what they do, is because you've lied about all of them at, at every turn? The actual public education that went out there, the D.A.R.E. program, also was just was was lies, was all just completely uh, fabricated nonsense, fear mongering. 
Do, do you do you think that it might contribute to that at all in terms of ignorance again? And and even if it did, if people knew what they were doing and still wanted to do it because of their material conditions. None of that's on the table. This is just a wow, dummy. Just didn't know. Didn't know what he was getting into. And now look at him. He's uh, he's he's multiplied by hundreds of thousands, and he's out there every day, robbing people. For instance, many parents, when they find that their children smoke marijuana, are grateful that it's not tobacco. But the truth is that marijuana today has a lot more cancer-causing ingredients than tobacco. <laughs> oh, Uncle Walty, no, no. Now, here's a, here's a, this is a whopper. This is, I mean, there have been some fibs here and then, then some lies. Some, some we, got our, we got a fucking whopper on our hands here. The suggestion, I'm just going to, you know, we'll just have fun with these numbers real quick. We're talking about half a million people a year dying from uh, tobacco-related causes, disease, and all the cancer. They're putting goddamn rat poison in the shit. Should it even just natural tobacco would have its own things? But these are you know these carcinogens, these chemicals that they that they fucking flung in there. I mean, let's let's just be on that versus, on the other hand, uh, marijuana deaths from what he's talking about cancer-causing carcinogens in marijuana. I mean, we're now we're at zero. I suppose, and again, if you smoke a ton, if that's the way you ingest weed, like no one's saying it's healthy. It's, you get get to this like all or nothing situation. I'm not saying it's healthy, but it. But these two ain't even close in terms of judging. The, that was a that was a rough one, Walty. That's that's a whopper. That's a whopper of of a of a, of a lie there. That's dare I say a tucky level whopper that we just heard out of Uncle Walty, the most trusted man in America. Go on, sir. And it's often the stepping stone to harder drugs. <laughs> All right, this old chestnut. No, 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 no. We know why so many people who do not move on to harder drugs, so many people who just try marijuana and don't even smoke marijuana anymore. Astronomical, the numbers are all there. These, this is a, this is of course been debunked, but yet it keeps coming back. Well, I'm, to be fair, I'm also digging up a 30 year old video here, but you still do hear the old the old uh, gateway argument on on weed. You, we see, we still hear that now, and it's probably no thanks in small part to someone of Mr. Cronkite's stature here spouting it off to America like cocaine, and it's even more quickly addictive version, crack should terrify everyone. Over the last five years, cocaine-related emergency room treatments are up 300%. I know, these numbers were difficult to track down. I'm not, I didn't ask them on this, but I will just say that, like, it's a slide in, should terrify everyone. You know, like, the fear that you're, I mean, you're just, you know, again, this, you're not even hiding this. This is just like, I'm telling you right now, in case there's any doubt here, you need to be afraid. Be very afraid. Because people make good, sound decisions when they're terrified. And don't be misled by the thought that crack is an inner city or urban problem. It's in Kankakee and Pasadena. Oh, I had to ask you here. The truth of the matter is uh, crack cocaine did not arrive in Pasadena until 1992, which was after the after <laughs> this. Uh, um, no, that's, of course, a, a, a goof. That's a goof. Uh, trying to do a goof show here. The funny thing about that, too, is you're just like, well, just you know, peel off that veneer, that very tissue paper veneer of, of coded language there, and you're like, oh, it ain't just black folks with the, with the crack. So if you're scared, I'm trying to scare the white suburbs. That's who I'm trying to scare right now. Already, it's available to kids in the majority of our schools. And the first time a kid smokes crack, he has a 50% chance of becoming dependent upon it. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. This is one of those... Paid studies that came in to be like, ah, yes, yes, bring, keep bringing. The, was who's this study sponsored by the DEA? Well, they're, they're not scientists, uh, but uh, here they've got some numbers for us, so let's let's roll with them. And instantly, he becomes a prime candidate for a heart attack or stroke or epileptic type fit. <laughs> I'm no 
medical doctor, but epileptic type fit, that sounds serious. That is to say that if a kid even tries crack, it might be all over for oh, I know. I, we got it. We got it. Uh, and I'm going to have to ask you again because you now told the same fit twice and you up the stakes. You, just to clarify, one time a kid tries it and it's over. His whole life is over. And you also wonder, you know, you get to that point, you say, well, you know, you tell people it's 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 over. It's all over. What is the psychology behind that? It's like you're telling them you're fucked. So if they go, oh, man, I feel so ashamed now and there's this stigma attached that like, oh, man, I used, you know, I, I guess if you're going to if it's all over, then you got nothing to lose. You're playing with house money. I mean, just just, the, you know, the fucking thinking there is just, you know, it's 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 grandpa thought. It's pop up. It's all pop ups. Pop ups come down to come on, sit on pop ups. I'm sit on next and Cronkite pop ups lap. And your old gramps has got to tell you a scary story. <laughs> you even sniff it and you're dead. But people continue to use drugs because they believe that drugs will make them feel happy or popular or powerful. What they don't know is how quickly they can be hooked and how devastating it can be. We've simply got to tell them the truth. <laughs> By that, you mean tell them complete bullshit. By tell them we've got to tell them the truth is we need to tell them some bullshit. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a fun little uh, dance he did there. And also, what a, what a you know, not an ex. You know, again, I'm not being I'm, I'm saving them for, for, for facts here. But just the, the, the framing there is just fun. It's like, what, what an out-of-touch, just fucking, you know, dinosaur way of just being like, and here's why people use it. They're out there. They're trying to be cool. Their friends will think they're really cool if they use drugs. They'll feel powerful and happy and ha. Ah. And it's like, first of all, yes, uh, there's, that is how, how drugs make you feel. Um, and, you know, in uh, uh, healthy circumstances in a, uh, that are not criminalized, there's a lot less that goes wrong then in the, in those situations, but again, that that's a, we don't even want to talk about that. We're just talking about the the, the ills here is, is what he's wanting to bring up and just saying why people are, and again not people are not using them all because of their con- material conditions. No, no, no. There's no there's no escape here. There's no uh, you know dealing with trauma by self medication. None of that. No, 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 no. This is this is just to be happy and, and powerful and hey, here we go. Let's party. We're faced with a lot of misinformation, a lot of ignorance. Oh, no, they, they are. Oh, you're saying that not now they're not. No, no. Okay, I got it. Sorry. I thought he was uh, copying to what, it, what he was just doing here. Uh, but we're faced with a lot of misinformation and ignorance other, in other places except for you. Of course. No, what am I thinking? You're the most trusted man in America. Sorry. What we need to do is to change America's attitudes about drugs. Uh, People won't take drugs if they're persuaded that the costs outweigh the benefits. Now, now I got to hit you there because so you're telling me that now in the in the current situation that we are, people are still they will. I'm telling you this myself. I would uh, and I know many others fall into the category of go ahead. What, what do you got? What's the worst you got for me? Death. Give me a fucking break. I will roll them dice every goddamn day. Uh, so what are you talking about with this with this fucking uh, with this? Oh, it's just faced with, you know, the the the, the ignorance of just, you know, the, if they just. They wouldn't do them if they thought that, you know, or if or if they were if they were stigmatized reading between the lines here. This is him literally calling for the soldiers of the drug war here from the public. This is here's what your job is. Public stigmatize the fuck out of this. That's all he's telling them to do. Shame these motherfuckers to death. Not one more person should start using illegal drugs to say that no use of any illegal drug is acceptable to say that the laws themselves are not unacceptable. Oh, no, 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 no. 
but the but the use of them is is completely unacceptable. He's literally calling for you to stigmatize this. Need you to Me? join our partnership for a drug-free America. Play this tape everywhere people congregate, schools, places of worship. It's a it's a place of worship, all right. This is uh, YouTube. Men's clubs, women's clubs, town meetings, everywhere. And then talk about it. Make your own plans to make any use of any illegal drug totally unacceptable. This is Walter Cronkite asking you to join the Partnership for a Drug-Free America. One last fib on the way out the door in a, in a surprise twist. This is wild for the listeners here. You might not have seen this. After he says he's this is Walter Cronkite for Partnership for Drug Free America, he peels off a latex mask that was as good as anything uh, Mission Impossible Ethan Hunt could could come up with. And behind the mask, it's not Walter Cronkite. Who is it? Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. Oh, it was Mr. Ed. Oh, oh God, it was Mr. Ed. Of course it was. Uh, so the whole time it was. It was a fucking horse, of course, of course. But, you know, we, we got about the same stream of bullshit you get of a talking horse, a horse's understanding of substance use. Probably less, because there's an agenda. Horses wouldn't have an agenda. They might not totally understand drug use, but they wouldn't come to it. They wouldn't come to these, these, these substances with, with any sort of agenda. So at least you might not get, you know, the best information or the most, you know, up-to-date evidence, facts, whatever it is. You know, you might just get like a, a horse going, eh, I don't know. I'll take the xylazine. I know nobody, I know people don't want it on the street there unknowingly, but I'll take a little bit of that xylazine. Give me that horse drink. Ah, uh, man. Well, you know, here's the credits rolling now here. I'd like to finish with these, with the credits rolling uh, because for, for a reason. There's, you know, and these are normal, you know, whatever. There's, this was a little produced video here. There's uh, Broadway videos involved. My God. Uh, but, you know, a couple of people who were involved in the production of it, someone from Reader's Digest, it looks like, whatever, and Walter Cronkite, CBS, a.k.a. Mr. Ed. Uh, and then uh, we get to Lynn Mapes, drug-free America. Uh, she's, yeah. She could have her own episode as well, so I won't get into that. My point I wanted to make here is the last credit rolling here is Hoffman LaRoche Incorporated. You know, I saw this. I said to myself, I said, what? wait a minute, hold on. Hoffman LaRoche Incorporated? Where do I know that name from? Uh, who's sponsoring this video? This little, uh, not just this video, this fucking entire massive campaign where they enlisted uh, and, and compensated, certainly. The, the, the uh, most trusted man in America to be their fucking mouthpiece is Hoffman LaRoche Incorporated. Hoffman LaRoche Incorporated is big pharma. Surprise, surprise. Uh, and I don't just mean, I mean big pharma. Large pharma. Massive fucking pharma. Fat ass pharma. Thick pharma. Plump. Juicy pharma. No need to sexualize it, but you get it. Fucking just boatload of pharma. Uh, because Hoffman LaRoche, uh, the manufacturers of highest selling medication, the most pre- frequently prescribed medications in the world, uh, in the US is the best selling medication on the market from 1968 to 1982, selling more than 2 billion tablets in 1978 alone. I'm, of course, talking about Valium. You know what I mean? Of course, talking about the Valium, which, funny enough, for, for uh, Hoffman uh, LaRoche Pharmaceuticals here, the mastermind behind the marketing campaign of Valium, is, of course, none other than uh, old man Sackler himself. Uh, cut his teeth on, that, on selling all those va- uh, the Valium pills uh, back then, and then, of course, parlayed that into another incredible uh, campaign for OxyContin. 
Uh, so th- that man understood how to sell pills to doctors, to patients, and, and get everybody uh, in the pills. So we've got, like, drug dealers. This is just one drug dealer to all the rest. It's muscling in on territory. It's Hoffman LaRoche going, let's get it out there, because he made sh- cl- very clear to say, we stigmatize. We were unacceptable that anyone uses any illegal drugs. But the legal ones now. And, I mean, of course, we all know this. I'm not making some fucking grand new point. It's just hilarious to literally see in the credits of this nonsensical piece of propaganda to see their name in there was just was a it was a a beautiful little uh, little you can't write it any better of course of course they're behind this Uh, and of course the most trusted man in America's fucking is bought bought and paid for of course it's all of course of course a horse is a horse of course of course unless of course that horse is Walter Cronkite oh my well I'll tell you that uh, that about does it here except I wanted to leave you with uh, with with um, just a beautiful little, in the in the vein of that uh, you know what was what was Morty Sackler uh, you know cooking up for for Hoffman LaRoche with the Valiant you know it was like Uncle Ma- Uncle Walty we need if our kids are going out there getting crazy on drugs we need a little vitamin V Uncle Walty come on uh, so that, that that vitamin V Valium commercial uh, that I believe was was specifically because uh, I'm just going to shut the fuck up and give this to you because this was a nice little I, f- I found this. Way back in the archives, it's an old one from the '70s, and uh, it's just a, it just really sets the tone. It's a beautiful little 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 uh, uh, commercial spot that I, I believe was not made available commercial. I think this was just for doctors behind closed doors uh, marketing it towards the doctors to prescribe. So this is a, this. I'll leave you with this. You know what I mean? I, I'm always fucking talking over things. I'm just gonna let you enjoy. Just sit back. We'll end the episode after all this uh, tense, ranting, raving. Ah, the lies, the lies. Uh, But just to my friend on the text chain, you got to give it to me. Oh, Walter Cronkite v. Tucker Carlson. Who knows? It's up in the air. Uh, The most trusted man in news of all time versus the fucking devil himself doing news, I guess, is is the... Huh? We find ourselves in a strange spot there, don't we? But anyhow, I apologize for bringing back that stress. Let's just... Listen, I want to show you this old Valium spot... And instead of doing the whole that, I'll shut the fuck up and just let it wash over you. Let's just sit in this vitamin V town, this, 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 this place we can go to. It's just very nice. It's very nice and calm and easy, breezy. Ah, you feel that? All right, now we're ready. Here we are. Hoffman LaRoche, Cronkite, present Valium. Typical post-MI patients may be in good shape physically, but emotionally they're too tense and apprehensive even to return to work. In such cases, when excessive anxiety and tension are interfering with rehabilitative efforts, Valium, diazepam, can help the transition back to work, back to a more normal life. Valium works promptly to relieve excessive anxiety and apprehension. Side effects other than drowsiness, fatigue, and ataxia are rarely encountered. Within days, the typical patient feels significantly calmer, better able to cope with his condition, more open to rehabilitative measures. Patients taking Valium should be cautioned against driving, drinking, or operating dangerous machinery. As anxiety diminishes, so do secondary depressive symptoms in the psychoneurotic patient. The patient finds it easier to feel hopeful about the future. Valium, for the response you know, want, and trust. Oh, my word, for the response you know, 
want, and trust. Bless us all. Oh, the bounties. You just can't, again, you can't write it any better. Uh, the Partnership for a Drug-Free America, uh, sponsored by Valium uh, and brought to you by America's most trusted voice, Walter Cronkite. Uh, just, I mean, come on. Can we please just enjoy all right, well, that's, uh, that's going to be it for here. Uh, I'm going to get back to you with some more enlightenment, uh, with some guests uh, coming in hot next week. But I always appreciate you, and I appreciate my friends who text me and fucking totally disagree with me. Please text me. Call me. 443-MK-ULTRA. As always, call in. Text. Email. Hit up the show. Please. Disagree. Agree. Is uh, any of the Sacklers out there? Is uh, are any of the Hoffman LaRoches? Uh, let's get Cronkite. Let's let's reanimate his corpse. Bring his AI. Let's get Cronkite AI. Let's get AI Cronkite on the program, please. Uh, whoever can book that guest for me, I would love it. Uh, all right. Well, this is about it, and that's about that. And that's and that. Oh, what? Oh, fuck! I wish I had his Cronkite's. Ah, damn it! I could have stuck the landing there. Damn it! What does he say? And that not that that reference would probably anyone would, would get that's under seventy years old. Um, and that's the way it is. I think that's it. All right, well, take care. Thanks so much for listening. This has been your weekly dose. Hey America, there's no use of sleeping with your children, with your daughters, with your sons, and with your husband. Self-medicated weekly dose is hosted and produced by me, Murph Meyer, with support from Pop Culture Collaborative. Our theme song is My Congressman by 15, courtesy of Jeff Ott and Hopeless Records. Original artwork and production design by Diana Kolsky. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the program, you can listen to new episodes of Weekly Dose every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, subscribe to the Self-Medicated YouTube channel to see new video clips from the show each week. Follow me on Instagram at Murph Meyer. And for some top-shelf harm reduction resources, head over to selfmedicatedpod.com. Also, don't forget, you can call the Weekly Dose podcast anytime to leave me a voicemail message with your thoughts on drugs and the people who use them. Just pick up the phone and dial 443-MK-ULTRA. All right, that's about it for me. I'll see you next week. Love and solidarity. Goodbye.